Hi everybody, my name is Timothy and I greet you all in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Today we are talking about practice what you preach. You know, I hear a lot of preachers talking about how the church is going downhill or, you know, the, the church needs refining and that the church needs to reach out into local communities, whatever the case may be. We hear this, it's a good talk, but what are we doing as the church collectively, as individuals and corporately as a body, to meet these goals? The goals are admirable, but what good are they if the church is not willing to rise up and meet them? We talk about how the church is a body of believers. But oftentimes we hear people who come into the church with the idea of what can I get out of the church instead of how can I serve in the church. The inherent danger of this is that when you come into the church with the idea of what can I get out of the church, you are almost nearly never ever going to be satisfied with what you get out of the church because the church is a place for wounds. The church is a place that is to be a hospital for the sick and dying. In other words, the sinner in need of a savior. That is what the church is supposed to be. However, what the church is today oftentimes is the opposite. It is a place for people who may or may not be saved come and hear a message on Sunday morning, perhaps a Bible study on Sundays or Wednesday evenings, maybe both nights, have a worship set, walk out. That's not what the church is supposed to be. And yet oftentimes we talk about what the church is supposed to be. But what are we doing as individuals and as a body to make the church what we believe that the church should be? And with that in mind, I wrote a song called Practice What You Preach. And I want you all to hear this song because it was finally released on the Free Music Archive a couple of weeks ago. And I've been excited to have the opportunity to see this song grow and to see this song get more and more listens and, and downloads and that is a wonderful thing it really is it's absolutely a wonderful privilege to have and so i wanted to share the story behind the song practice what you preach because that really is it we talk about all these different things that we should be doing as the church we talk about things that we need to improve on as the church but what are we doing to meet these goals? What are we doing to improve upon these things? And that is the underlying message of the song. Practice what you preach. We sing about the love of Jesus and how his love is like a river We sing about His amazing grace 
we sing about that soul saving faith but if we want to be on mission we first need to be the church practice what you preach oh preacher man practice what you preach a lay person don't you understand we might be the only Bible our neighbors will read. We talk about heaven and hell. We talk about from the well we talk about forgiveness too but are we living it through and through practice what you preach preacher man oh a person don't you understand that we might be the only bible our neighbors will What good is talking about it? And what good is singing? If we don't practice what we talk and what we sing about, let us resolve to practice what we preach oh preacher man practice what we preach oh lay person cause we understand that we might be the only Bible our neighbors might read. And the song Practice What You Preach is available on the Free Music Archive. I'm not sure when we'll get it on YouTube, but that is coming. I just don't know when. <laughs> but 
I wanted to share this song with you folks. It has been about time to get this out there and share it with you all because honestly it is just like my track calling Jesus you know I'll put these tracks up on the free music archive and I'll think to myself I wonder how this song will do or I wonder how that song will do and you know I'll try my hand at experimental things like the uh, uh, experimental spring verb track that I put up there one day and, you know, it's like, okay, the experimental spring or whatever I called it, uh, spring reverb or I don't know what I called it. But the, the point is, put that up there and it's like, it just doesn't gain traction. It's like, okay, so people just don't like it. Well, that's fine. You know, it was an experimental track and, you know, we saw how it did and we saw how it didn't take off, but that's okay. So I put these tracks up on the Free Music Archive and that's kind of my engagement tool. I figure if the Free Music Archive, the folks on the Archive are, are liking it, and, you know, they're putting it on their radio stations or on their podcasts, that is amazing. That is great. You know, go for it. Because when you use my music, you're helping me to share the gospel message. That's what it's all about. You're helping me to share the gospel message. And if I'm able to share the gospel message... Isn't that what it's all about? Hmm? I think so. A lot of folks say, well, you should be making money for your music. Well, perhaps. And there was once a time when I, you know, was all about making the money and trying to figure out how I'm going to, uh, you know, put money in the bank and all that. But you know what? The more I grew in the Lord, it's like there is... A, a, a gospel message here that needs to be spread. It needs to be shared, irregardless of the funds. Let the Lord take care of me in that regards. You know, let the Lord take care of financial needs. Let the Lord take care of me because, hey, if he can take care of the little sparrow and he can send his son to die for me, how much more than, I mean, he loves the sparrow, but he sent his son to die for me. So if he loves the sparrow, and yet he sent his son to die for me, I think he cares for me a lot more than he cares for that sparrow. And so let the Lord take care of my needs. Yeah, I think it is my goal and my honor and my privilege to share the gospel message and song. That is what it's all about. I don't need riches and, you know, financial this and financial that. I just need to be faithful to what God has called me to and let him take care of my needs, right? That's it. There's a lot of people out there who say 2022 or 2021, you know, whatever the case may be, this will be your year of financial breakthrough. You know, this is what Kenneth Copeland is all into. This will be your year of breakthrough. Well, give me a break, right? And I don't mean a breakthrough, but give me a break because the Bible doesn't say that. Yeah, this is the same guy that said, COVID-19, I blow, I blow you away. You know, it, it's like, you got to be kidding me. Is this in the Bible? Show me where the Bible gives us charge to command viruses, command Satan, and command serpents. Now, 
I know there's people that'll point to the passages where people are talking about serpents and they'll say, oh yeah, this is where, you know, we're able to lift serpents up in the wilderness or this is, you know, where we're able to pick up serpents and they won't hurt you and this is where we're able to drink any poisonous thing and it won't kill you. But you know what? Please, don't take these passages out of context. That is really what people are doing when they come by these so-called ideas. But let me tell you, you can make an idea from the Bible. And you can place a doctrine, you can place a theological message around that idea. But if it doesn't align with the whole entirety of Scripture, it is not to be trusted. So, you know, it, it's like I said in the song, you know, we need to practice what we preach. And look, if you're willing to pick up a snake, okay, if you're willing to pick up a snake, you know, it, it, it's like Crowder sings about the, the snakes and stuff and the uh, Satan. If you're willing to pick up a snake, David Crowder, uh, a, a water moccasin or a copperhead or a rattler, you want to pick that up, you go for it. And if you get hurt by that snake... You must not have had faith because that, that, that's what you're preaching, okay? A lot of folks don't realize music is, and I, I love this term. I kind of snagged it one day. Music is portable theology, and I have no idea who first said that, but I've kind of coined it for my own. Uh, I don't know who originally came up with it, but I love it because it's so true. Music is portable theology. Music is all about a message, Okay, oftentimes a message which is a soul message. Rather, it is a soul-saving message or not, but it is a message which goes directly to your soul. You know, you can listen to these hardcore metal songs and people say, oh, well, they don't have any effect on me. Well, let me ask you this. Can you quote the lyrics? Well, I just listened to the beat. Yeah, well, can you quote the lyrics? Right? If you can quote the lyrics to a song, it's affecting you more than you think. If, if you can take a song and you say, I'm just listening to the beat, and you can sing back those lyrics, it's doing more to you than what you think. Because if you're able to look at a song and you're able to quote back those lyrics, that song has become an intricate part of you. And there's an inherent danger in that. You know, I used to listen to a whole lot of Brad Paisley. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with Brad Paisley on the surface. But you listen to more of his songs and it's okay, you know, well, I need to get mud on the tires and, uh, you know, check my, my girl for ticks. And, uh, uh, you know, when he says about checking you for ticks, it's not really literally ticks. He wants to, you know, take you out in the backwoods and have sex with you. That is essentially what he's saying in that song, I'm going to check you for ticks. Okay. Uh, in, in that uh, song about... Uh, uh, you know, mud on the tires. He wants to take his girl out and get stuck somewhere. So he has a reason to, you know, spend the night with his girl, you know? So, I mean, all of these songs, you know, you really think about these songs and, and, and I'm not saying that Brad Paisley is or isn't saved. Uh, he says he is. I don't know. Uh, you know, I will say this concerning Mr. Paisley. I've not seen fruit of his salvation. You know, you can sing a gospel song every once in a while, but that doesn't mean you're saved. Okay, but again, it is not my place to say definitively rather he is saved or rather he isn't. The point of the matter is, 
that if you can quote these songs, not, you know, I don't care if it's Brad Paisley or Ted Nugent, by the way, both wonderful guitarists. But again, if, if you can quote these songs, if you can, you know, sing back these songs, they've affected you more than you think because they, they are songs that have become a part of you. And, and I, I see a huge issue with that, especially amongst Christians. You know, we are told not to judge, but when we're told not to judge, that's judging people outside of the, you know, in, in the world. That, that's judging people outside of the church. But when it comes to judging inside of the church, we absolutely do need to judge. We absolutely do need to figure out, okay, you know, I'm going to keep fellowship with this person, or I'm not going to keep fellowship with this person because I don't know that this person's saved. Okay. We have to make these judgment calls, especially with the wolves in sheep's clothing. You know, Joyce Myers, who says, I don't, I, I'm, I'm perfect. I, I don't sin. Okay. We, we have to make these judgment calls. You know, when you got Joel Osteen saying, oh, well, I think it would be wrong for me to say that there's only one way to heaven. Okay. You know, when you got these false teachers, you got these wolves in sheep's clothing, you got these, uh, you know, the, these, these heretics in the church. If we're not to judge inside of the church, let me tell you, that could be the, re the very reason why the church is in such sad state that it's in right now. Okay. Because people take this, uh, this idea, well, we shouldn't judge. Well, blah, blah, blah. Because let me tell you, the Bible says, you know, the, the Bible actually gives us commands to judge those within the church. So if we're not to judge, okay, well, you know what? <laughs> If pe people take this stuff way out of context, but but there it is, you know, and and getting back to the main topic of the podcast here, the the song "Practice What You Preach," you know, when when we're to practice what we preach, when we're when we're singing about this and we're singing about that and we're talking about this and we're talking about that, well, you don't see it being done in the church, and you, know, you got to kind of look at this and say, well, wait a minute, what's happening with my local body? Okay, so I mean, at that point, guess what? You're making a judgment call. Okay. And, you know, I'm not talking about any particular church in general whenever I'm singing this song, Practice What You Preach. I'm talking about the church as a whole. Because the church as a whole, unfortunately, has become a social gospel. Now, there are wonderful believers within the church, wonderful bodies within the church, which I believe are saved. Okay. You know, the, the, the church fellowship that I go to. I believe that the majority of the people that go to our church probably are saved. I'm not so sure about Sunday morning, but, you know, the, the folks that show up for our Bible study and fellowship on Sundays and Wednesday evenings, I believe the majority of them, if not all of them, are saved. Okay, so, you know, but again, you have churches where it becomes a social gospel. And I think the social gospel ap aspect of it all is becoming more and more popular. And that, unfortunately, is just the times in which we find ourselves. So... You know, anyhow, I've done enough rambling and uh, raving to, to last probably about 10, 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, that this will mark the end of episode 31 of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast. Can you believe we're actually on episode 31? I think that's pretty incredible. But that is going to mark the end of the episode. 
And if you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, any complaints, feel free to send those to timothyclarkmusic at me.com. If you want to send us a voice message, that is A-OK as well. We are available on the Anchor platform where you can click on the Send Message button on Anchor. If you're listening to us on Anchor, that'll bring up a dialogue where you can allow access to your microphone and record a voice message and send it on over, and that may or may not get aired in one of the episodes of the podcast. It probably will in all actuality. If you would like more information about me, you can go to timothyclarkmusic.wordpress.com. And that is going to do it for this episode of the Brother Timothy Clark Podcast.